Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq El Amin, and you can keep up with us on social media by following and liking our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You will find us at Radio Islam USA. Use that same username to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast at. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, just about any platform that you can think of. We are at that same username at Radio Islam USA. So subscribe, rate, review, and do not forget to share. Now, before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Recycle Processes, for their continued support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, family, um, I am really happy to have uh, the dynamic duo. That's right, I said two, so you gotta, you gotta talk now, right? <laughs> In studio with me, and I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves because, yes, this is where you gotta talk now. <laughs> Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. This is Atidad Shalabi from Arab American Family Services. This is the second one, Nara Taha from Arab American Family Services. All right. The the uh, the. Thank ever you for having present. us on on on, the, on your show, by the way. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. It is. It is. So, I mean, you all, you two, and I don't say this with any hyperbole. I think you two are probably the hardest working. Not just women, right? Right. Two of the hardest working. Uh, servants of the community uh, in, in Chicago, period, right? Oh, that's that's so. very kind of you. And I think many community members tell us that. And honestly, it takes all of us to make it happen. Uh, you um, look at your time and effort, you know, putting on these educational shows for the community and so many community leaders who've invested time and effort to build this community. So it's not just us too, but we always appreciate when people recognize that. But honestly, it's everyone. That was a really PC answer, but it is. You know, but I'm going to accept. I'm going to accept. I'm going to accept and toot our own horn and say, Tarek, thank you so much for that acknowledgement. It's not a lot. <laughs> well, what was she just saying a while ago? Okay, I don't know where this one came out. Right. <laughs> but um, truly, truly appreciate that shout out and yes we are really hardworking. we have made a great strive in helping and assisting and pushing forward the arab american community and all communities because our office we service everyone it is specifically for the arab american community but we never turn anyone away and so 30 percent of our clients are non-arab non-muslim mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we want is to make sure that we are taking care of our neighbors and taking care of our our communities for healthier and safer um, communities. Right. Well, um, no, uh, uh, Nariman knows that I'm teasing. Uh, <laughs> but, there are days. <laughs> but we think, but seriously, just in, in terms of, of being a service to the Arab American community uh, in Chicagoland, mm -hmm. um, being a minority community, right. mm -hmm. uh, this being, uh, right, we've got a very short window right now. We're coming up for the, uh, on a census, yes. right? Yes. Every 10 years, uh, we get a count of who is here, and it's not just citizens, right? Right. So Everyone gets counted. Right, so uh, AFS is on the move again and expanding its reach, and you've, you've, gotten, you've gotten into the census game. Oh. Well, I, I think you have to. I mean, it's uh, the whole country now is in the census game, and I think that's what we have to realize is that this is a country, this is a movement at this point, at this time, that you have to be, You, if you want to be included and if you want your community to be recognized, you have to be part of it. And census, as we, for those of many of us who don't know, it happens every 10 years. Right. And as our mission and as our vision as an organization, if it involves educating, empowering, advocating for the community, you better bet we're going to be at the table making sure that our community community is part of 
that game and part of that process. And when we say community, I mean, I hope that we under, we can all, um, uh, you know, for us, community means all our community members, right. our, our local neighbors, families. And so, yes, we are at the table making sure that we are counted. You know, one of the things that people don't know is that the Arab American community is counted as white. And so we are the invisible community. We don't exist as a community. And so... Let, let me interrupt just yes, for a moment. Please. They have this wonderful... Once once we get into some video, right? Um, I may even just take a picture of this. Can I take a yeah, picture? Yeah, absolutely. And, please. Okay, That's yours so, to keep, regardless of what Nerman told you. So... Okay. Because <laughs> we know what she told you. So you know what? Uh, as you're listening to this, yeah. take a moment and look at the image yes. of the mm-hmm. thumbnail. And the thumbnail is... Uh, this is for for the census, and it's mm-hmm. Arabs for 2020. But yes. what's at the bottom? This just really caught my eye. Arab, not white. Mm-hmm. Yes. Arab, not white. So talk about how important that is to make sure that you know. Talk about erasure, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Go ahead. Take, well, you, you got the mic. I want to I want to address that it's not only critical, and it's not just about erasure. It's the stakes are high. Mm-hmm. The stakes are high for our community as Arab Americans, as Nehrman started to talk about, that we're labeled white. Right. And how can you de- de- design programs and services for a community that doesn't exist? Right. And that also erasure for us is a really scary thing because we're here, but we're not here. So our civil rights are being taken advantage of. Our ability to access programs and services are taken, ad- uh, are taken advantage of. Our ability to have representation that speaks to us as an Arab American community and a growing community is not there. So... From a political standpoint, we have a lot to lose. From a social service standpoint, we have a lot to lose. From ensuring that our community is counted, that our community is healthy, that our community is fully integrated into the fabric of what makes America great Mm. is really really, uh, why we're really concerned and the stakes are high for us. And the stakes should be high for all community members because we want to give you numbers of what each state is, is, is going to lose if we don't count all our community members, not just the Arabs, the black community, the Latino community, the white community. What is really at stake here for the state of Illinois if we don't do an accurate count of our, of our members in the state? Go ahead. No, and just to fill in for those who uh, to kind of be part of our conversation here. So what I basically said to Todd, that if you don't fill out that pledge card, then I want it back because I don't want to waste the pledge card. Um, but yes, on a serious note, so the there is, as a country, we're looking at $675 billion. And that money gets basically disseminated across states based on how many people were counted mm-hmm. um, every 10 years. And that, that state will get um, that money and that funding will be disseminated into all our programs from infrastructure, from, you know, uh, social services, roads, bridges, schools, libraries, um, also congressional seats. We are looking at if we don't um, make sh- if we don't get fair representation and, and counted appropriate counting, then we are looking to lose either one or two congressional seats mm. as a state, which is important. Yeah. Um, and so because we are looking, districts will be uh, again there will be redistricting come 2021 based off of the 2020 census. Right. And for communities like ours who don't have that knowledge or that information, uh, we, 
uh, let me just be clear, not just our community, all communities don't know what census is, and that's our role to come in and educate and to make them aware of what will take place if you're not counted. Census is not just for, and I'm getting into the weeds of this because it's important for people to know, census is not just for those that are documented who have their citizenship. Census is for all people who live in the country on April 1st. Right. So whether you have your citizenship, whether you have your green card, whether you are undocumented, asylee, a refugee, and whatever Whatever your status is, it is important that you take the census on April 1st because it's not about a status, it's not about um, papers, it is about being counted so that every state knows how many people are living at that time in their respective place. So the census is really a vital part of the democratic process Absolutely. to make sure that you know it's carried out, right? Absolutely. Can you talk um, maybe in, in some detail about some of the programs that um, maybe it's even associated with AAFS, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. That, you know, the census, um, that that funding uh, potentially allows to either expand or continue on. I think part of all it of is all of them. There isn't one, oh, wow. one okay. that is not impacted. Mm -hmm. um, Nettie Mann mentioned hospitals, social services, um, uh, uh, schools, schools libraries, libraries, roads, park infrastructure. So it's a formula. Right. So once the census is counted, our, our um, taxes are counted across the states as a formula. Each state, for us specifically in Illinois, we're about to lose $1,300, $1,400 per individual that doesn't get counted. Mm. And so that's a huge amount of money for 10 years that we're not going to be getting because someone is afraid or mm -hmm. someone doesn't think this is important or someone doesn't think this is, is counting towards them. We are all counted. This is one time when all of us as community members need to stand up and say, count me in. Right. right, and that's exactly what we're, t we're what we're what we're trying to get across. But there are we a census has identified about sixteen groups that are hard to count. Yes, immigrants, elderly, um, uh, LGBTQ community, um, youth. Mm -hmm. Zero to zero to uh, five. I believe so. I believe are mm -hmm. the ones also were hard to count because we also want to make sure that pregnant women, who are pregnant, the baby hasn't come yet, but census is every ten years. So the baby comes, if we don't count the baby as an individual for the next 10 years, we're gonna lose the $1,500 for that baby, wow. right? So that impacts daycares, that impacts um, ed uh, educational program, that impacts playgrounds, that impacts parks, that impacts a lot of infrastructure because you didn't count so many babies. Mm -hmm. And so that's how critical and how, how detailed we're trying to get to say, come in and let us help you. And th what's so great about census mm -hmm. is that they are actually, for the, in 2010, they brought their own individuals to count into the communities. This year, based on this not accepting others to come into the communities, they are actually contracting with community-based organizations like ours. They're contracting with um, libraries, with mm -hmm. townships. So they're really engaging in the community because then if you are if I'm coming knock if I someone comes knock on your door and you're undocumented you're not going to open the door but if I look like you and I come knock on the door and I speak the same language and I'm telling you this is not something that's going to hurt you that's going to help us all together you're going to be more much um, more receptive more acceptable to open your door and allow right. us to come in and so this is where and then what they're also doing is great <clears throat> is that they're translating the census into um, so there are so there are many languages that are uh, now census has translated many languages and there are 13 core languages um, that so you can so let me step back a little bit you can do census three ways mm -hmm. um, there's paper census mm -hmm. um, there's online by phone and so 
there's those are the three ways you can fill out your census. Okay. Um, less by phone. By phone, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Um, less by paper, actually. Less people will be getting the paper, but they're asking, but the majority of everyone will be doing the census online or by phone. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just one. But when you do um, get online and by phone, there are 13 main languages, but then there's also there are 50 plus other languages that have been translated by the Census Bureau to make it accessible for people to fill out the census. Um, and actually, just to put to your point after that, it's just to clarify, it's state agencies who have funded agencies like mm-hmm. ours mm-hmm. to, um, to again, to get the word out about census to community uh, to communities. We The point is to educate, to empower, and to make sure that people understand. And to, to also build that trusting factor, you know, and a peace, you know, a peace of mind to people. It's okay to fill out the census. It's important. It's to our benefit. Right. Well, we're um, in a tough, uh, you know, administration that had tried to put in an immigration question on the census and we had to fight right, back right. on the it citizenship, right? yep. with a citizenship question and we had to fight all of us <clears throat> fight back on it because but already the fear is there right, and that's why right. we're still going back and, and trying to reassure our clients and our community members that this is really beneficial for them that this is really going to help us all what's the uh the geographic scope um that that you're working with for our office, so yeah. um, our office is in Worth, which is in the southwest suburbs mm-hmm. uh, of uh, Chicago. So we're pretty much covering south, southwest, and the Chicagoland area. Okay. Um, so, you know, as an Arab American social service organization, our target is to reach out to the Arab American community. But of course, within that, those are communities that we serve, we're also working, trying to work with the Latino community, the Polish community, and other communities. Um, that we have been supporting and serving. And so we want to make sure that our resources uh, reaches them as well. Mm-hmm. And, and when we say resources, making sure that they, uh, um, educating them, empowering, and ad- making sure that they know that they need to fill out the census. Yeah. And I want to take yeah. us back to why um, we as Arab Americans are really um, gung-ho about being part of this census. And we went out and got the, and, and pushed and advocated to have the grants. Arab Americans are counted as white. And so right. that was something we alluded to. And we have been trying for the past 30 years to have a MENA category. Mm-hmm. And we had put in with the, with the, with under the Obama administration, and we had hoped that it would have passed. There were so many people on the national level fighting for it. We were all pushing for it. And under the this current administration, it was not allowed. And there's a lot of political. Mina, uh, the uh, MENA, Middle Eastern, North African continent, right. so that we are counted as a, as a group. Because everyone, even the Latino community, gets thrown into white. But then there's a box that, you know, you, you know how many Latino, Latino members are in, in the state of Illinois. You don't know how many there are in the Arab American community. That's right. What we hope for is that all of our members are going to do what, Nettyman? So um, just so to give you an idea visual here, um, there are nine questions on the census. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of those nine questions, the very last question is, what is a person's race? And there are five categories. And which one of the things that we've been bringing to light to the community, because again, we don't want the community, for those who choose to check off and box themselves as white, we respect that. And if that's where they see themselves, we by all issues, means. but we're going to be quiet about it. But yeah, that's see, okay. I, yeah, I would really we want to take issues. a deep dive into that. Yeah, but. we have issues, but you know, you're not but white. But again, okay, let me tell you, yeah. you check white as much as you want. You're not white. Um, so now for those who, again, don't feel that they're white, don't think that they're white, now we're asking to, and we're oppressing the community to please, again, tied to Dell's point, we're not white, so we want to make sure that we check off the last box, which says other, right. and then under Pay other, uh, and to other <laughs> is to uh, 
be very specific to your ethnic, your origins. And so we're asking people to, if you're Palestinian, you put Palestine. Absolutely. And if you're, um, you Moroccan. know, Moroccan, put Moroccan. Mm-hmm. If you're Lebanese and Syrian, so we're asking, yes. this is where it's important, you put Lebanese, comma, yeah. Syrian. Yes. Okay. Um, if you're Jordanian and Palestinian, you put Jordan, slash, uh, comma, Palestine. <clears throat> Um, you know, again, if you have two, three other races, you include them all. Be very specific because at the end of the day, we, uh, our job as a community, and we have to give credit to, you know, one major organization who's been spearheading census for the Arab American community on the national level for the past 30 years, which is Arab American Institute. So okay. the Arab American Institute will take census information and will decode that. And so from that information, they will be able to say how many, not only Arab Americans are in the country, but specifically how many Palestinians, Palestinians, Jordanians, Syrians, Algerians, Tunisians. Um, And so they're able to uh, decode, categorize, and give us specific exact numbers. Now, I want to be clear. Initially, we went off telling, we went to the community saying, please put in Arab Americans. Well, that is correct, and it's not wrong. We're saying go to the next level and be very specific. How about your so we do background. want specific, specific um, uh, races to be listed under, again, the box, the other. There is a box and, and that says other. And that really shows the, the need for that MENA. It, uh, well, in yeah. the long Category. term, yes. In the long term, because we're hoping for the next years to continue to advocate as community organizations. And I'm glad you asked years. that question yeah. because in the next, this is the stepping stone. We're hoping that we're working towards the next 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So this is, while we are not, we don't have a box in this 2020, we are working to getting a box for the 2030. And we better get one in 2030 because then it's really sad that as a community here for so long that we don't have a box that kind of t- tells us who we are and what we are and gives an identity. And for those who are asking, why are you so, you know, kind of, you know, um, adamant and so... Um, They're throwing things in here. Yeah. Why they're they're are, very yeah. upset. Yeah. yeah. Well, why are you so gun-ho about having a box? Why is it so important for you to have a box? Because uh, as Aitadel alluded to down the road, so, you know, when we don't have a box, um, our hospitals are not able to identify how many patients that are Arab Americans, yep. which yep. alludes research to research is not able. research. Yeah. But language is a huge issue. You know, language services assistance. Um, Research on the community is a huge issue. Mm -hmm. You know what? How could I do research when I don't know how many community members exist that identify as Arab Americans and so forth? When, you know, the biggest issue that we as an Arab and Muslim community have been um, struggling with for 10 years is, you know, when we get stopped, you know, when we go through hate crimes, when uh, civil rights and our civil rights being pulled away from us, you know, when we file uh, going back to hate crimes, all these uh, discrimination, Again, there is and no box because we we have mm-hmm. all along yep. been, you know, the mindset has all along been we've been told, you know, box off white. When we go to white, who's who's white? But then also when you think about it, when you go to your elected officials, you you all do yeah. a tremendous amount of a- advocacy. Absolutely, they're relying on the census to give them a picture of who's and in the room, exactly. right? Exactly. So when you walk in, you know, we're here and we're mm-hmm. representing the they Arab American the community. Then we're like, hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah they think we're the only two. Yeah. They don't see a whole community that right. needs yeah. a representation. But we really do have a yeah. whole community. And I think yeah. that's the sad case that we're saying. There are, so in the Chicagoland area, I mean, we're looking at almost 300,000 plus Arab Americans, diverse here, both Arab Christian and Arab Muslim and other Arabs as right. well. So the reality is we don't have a hardcore number to base off of. It's very anecdotal for people. Right. Yeah. Now, there are, vote, people will use voter registration numbers, but then again, 
Um, not everybody registered. Not everybody votes, mm -hmm. and not everybody's registered. You know, Arab American Institute, um, the census shows, by the way, from 2010, that there is 1.5 million Arab Americans. Arab American Institute, through their own research, have been able to identify there's uh, a 3.5 million. Arab and American. do you see the huge wow. discrepancy? It's, it's a huge Now, how are gap. they coming up with these diff it's the different? It's uh, especially, you know, American Community mm -hmm. Survey has been, uh, been a tool that they've used, but also through just the voter registration and, again, through the different various polls that they've done in surveys and research that they've done. And again, that's not fair to the community and the, the, you know, we've lost funding, we've lost opportunities, we've lost visibility, recognition as a community. And that's what we're saying to community members, be are educated. Not taking the community seriously either. Are you yeah. looking at, in that data, is it showing like um, newly arrived, um, you know, second, third, fourth, you know, fifth generation. On the American Community Survey gets more detailed. On yes. the census, no. no. The census will not, by the way, for information so that people have um, comfort as they're filling out census. Census should not, should not ask you for your social security. Census should not ask you for your credit card. Census should not ask you for your bank information. Census does not ask you for that type of privy information. So please, if someone comes out and says to you, knocks on your door or calls you and says, I need so-and-so, we're part of the census, that is not true, that is false. The census does not get into that type of information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so in trying to put the the I guess the most vulnerable mm -hmm. you know at rest mm -hmm. right especially because you you serve folks who um, maybe you know asylum seekers uh, refugees um, you know folks who are not really used to the the, the system right and they they can be too, right? yeah because 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 they see that they have right. been demonized already right, right? they're the enemy right. um, what's what's the strategy is 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 it a kind of a, a forward a strategy of you know getting out and speaking to them first or we speak to them as you are providing services to them we are already speaking to them as we are providing the services we have a census team on, on board mm -hmm. and they're in the office and when the when the waiting room is full they'll go around and they'll talk about census we are at community events at community outreaches we're always speaking about census we're doing shows we're, we're coming out uh, writing articles so we're we're in the heart of the community um, I'm so happy to see so many of our faith-based institutions the mosques the churches Mm -hmm. uh, census is really doing a great job of reaching out to them and including them. So they're talking about it during khutbah, and they're engaging the community to understand that this is part of a part of your civic duty, so mm -hmm. to speak. In a sense that this is really helping all of all of the even if you're undocumented, as Nadi Men said, you're still doing something to help the rest of those who are documented and are and need your assistance. So we are really in the heart of the community. We speak about it in Arabic and English. We have Spanish, you know. So we're truly trying to make sure that the community understands it. And also, when they are afraid, they're, we're there because they've seen our faces. Right, we're right. not unfamiliar. Right. We understand their fears of governments from back home. We understand their fear. I don't want you know this to impact my um, application for citizenship or my application for this. And we're able to break it down for them. And we're able to explain it to them in very simple terms what this means to them and why it's important, especially when it comes to our children. Right. I think those are the ones that really like we're trying to build a better future for our children. Mm -hmm. So we've so been we, doing yeah. yeah, we've been doing outreach in the communities since uh, April, by the way. Yes. <clears throat> so it's been six months of on the ground educating community members. Now the reality will all of us uh, miss out on on, on um, you know some someone or some family or community, obviously. But we have been on the ground touching base with all different um, communities, events, and so forth to make sure that we do the outreach component of educating people. Mm. And we're developing videos that will should be yes. coming out. Soon. Oh really? Yes. We're okay. actually doing videos 
and um, by community members, by our clients who look like the community members we're outreaching to. So it's it's really there in the community, for the community, by the community. And right. That's exactly how we run AFS. This is a community-based organization. We want the community to trust us and to be not afraid to come out and access uh, and help us so that tomorrow we can help their children continue to access programs and services. All right. Now, I know, I know you mentioned earlier that Illinois is in danger of losing $1,400, right? Per individual. Well, it's not counted, yes. Right, that's not counted. So I know, and like, congressional over seats. by, yeah, and congressional seats. And so congressional seats. I know over uh, near uh, in the community where uh, Mr. Atakwa is at, mm -hmm. the reporting rate, I think, was like, I'm trying to figure out, was it 33% or something like that? Um, yeah, it's very, very low. A lot, very of, low. lot of folks that have not been, you know, you recorded. Know what we also want to tell uh, the African-American community is that a lot of times money follows the individual. Yeah. So a lot of our incarcerated individuals, whether the Latino community or the African-American community, they're counted in rural, in the jails where they're in rural South, right? So that money stays there. But when someone is released, that person is released into his or her community, right. and then there's no money to help them out there. So it's even more critical that we understand these policies. Even when they're on uh, probation? Yeah. Are they still listed they, well, if you back to counted, that parent, that facility? If you get counted there, yeah. So, high, so college students, if they get counted, if they're out of state and they're not back April 1st for the census, they get count, so let's say you have a son in Indiana or a, a daughter in Wisconsin, they're gonna get counted for that state. Even when they come back after finishing their, 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 their degree. If you're in an incarcerated individual or mm -hmm. someone who's institutionalized or someone in a domestic violence shelter and you get counted there, mm -hmm. that money will, that $1,400 will continuously follow that it's where there. you're at at the it's time a, that you fill it out. It doesn't follow you to your home. Yeah. And that needs to change in the next 10 I years. I got a real problem with that because yes, we that, all do. that, we all do. that we all smells do. so and much of the slave uh -huh. plantations and, uh, you know, the three-fifths counting each of the, the, the enslaved right. individuals for congressional representation. Thank you. That is uh, that that's is diabolical. That's where the need for all the community members and community leaders to really understand the census. It's not about getting a grant just to do the census. Yeah. Do the, do the work without even getting the grant because it's critical for our communities who have been marginalized, underserved, um, demonized, and then money is still being made off of our backs. Right. So those resources are going back to those communities. Yes. yes. Um, and that is, wow. Did we stump so that <laughs> No, no, you know what? I well, that's why say... educating community yeah. members to fill it out is important. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that census will not count that if you're out of the country, you can't take the census, yes. by the way. Oh, really? You know, and, yeah. if, and your family can't, members can't include you because you're not there at the time and of... You have uh, to be in the state. Yeah, and uh, so, and that's, so there's a lot, I mean... Mm. It's it's important to understand. Yes, I know. I see you're upset, and we're all upset. I <laughs> yes, mean, I'm throwing things out. Yeah, we're not about doing this work. We're yeah. not happy about this. But you know, one of the things is that that's the beauty of educating and empowering our community members. It's important. Um, now, there's uh, the technicalities that you're getting upset about, but the reality is this is how census operates. Yeah. But that's why it's important that people. And now, while we're saying it's the time that April 1st, you're hearing me say April 1st. But really, census begins, you know, we begin to do the surveys come out March 12th. Right. 
Okay, so we have from March 12th to the, I believe, I want to say, don't don't quote me on this, but we have till May to fill out the census. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do not fill out the census by online or by phone or by paper, if you get paper, and very few people across the country will get paper, by the way, because they are going digital. So um, you will get people who will come to your home, okay, mm -hmm. up to six to seven times who will come to your home to make sure that you fill out the census. Now, this is what we're saying to community members, especially immigrants and, and uh, those who don't speak the language or are not familiar with the system. Go to your trusted source. And by trusted source, we mean community-based organizations. We mean Mosque, uh, churches, churches, mosques. Yeah. Um, you know, your trusted source, and f help let them fill it out. Let them help you fill it out, or you fill it out there, um, because it's important. At the end of the day, we want to make sure those that you fill it out, mm -hmm. or you go to a trusted Nobody source. Can help you, fill it, you need to fill it out yourself. But yeah, at the end of the day, with, we yeah. don't know who will be coming knocking on your door, because again, one of the things that the reality is, you will um, people will use this opportunity to for fra fraudulent action. And um, right, right. and so we want to be we're bringing that piece to the community. Do it before they knock on your door, and you don't know who's knocking on your door. Basically, right. Use so. the use the resource that you don't have to right. question. You already know these yeah. folks have they have already shown you who they are. Right. Um, yeah. So you don't have to understand people bag. get counted where they're at. Mm -hmm. They that's it. Ten years. It's going to go ten years. So if you're counted in in southern Illinois or you're counted in in, in wherever you're you're counted where you're at, and that money follows that that county that township mm -hmm. that's it so i don't want to i don't want to jump too far ahead of the sure. census right because this is absolutely important folks make sure that you are you are counted yes. uh do not leave yourself on the sidelines right very important but i want to ask you all a question as one of our um uh, um, uh, organizations that has taken on this responsibility of of advocacy is there going to be a push to change, um, to change that formula, to change those requirements, the way that that census funding is allocated based on where you are, right? Because th that 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 really robs the communities yes. that um, that that folks come from. And I'm thinking, you know, specifically, I'm th you know, about African American yes. community yeah. mm -hmm. with regard to yep. uh, incarceration rates. Right. Um, yeah, is, is there going to so be a, short, some kind to, of a push to your for that? answer? So short term, no, because we're in census. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone. I'm talking long term. Long term, yeah. You know that what? question is good for our legislatures. Yes. And yeah. our elected officials, mm -hmm. and we should know who we're voting for. We should mm -hmm. know what their platform. We should know where the policies are made. Who's at the table when those policies are written, and who's diverting and being that money is into really important. So is it, is there always yeah. room for change? Absolutely. Yes. You know that's the best uh, thing about this country. Yeah. You could push. And you gotta. And and, and I wasn't laying it on on you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we know. It's not <laughs> right. on our shoulders. <laughs> right. This is about um, what? How many years of census since our constitution? Our right. forefathers were very smart to insist that th this is a constitutional thing. Yeah. If they can get rid of it, they would have gotten rid of it a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It's a power structure. It's a power structure. Yeah. Like Whites the, are going to, you know, by 2050, the like white community college. is going to be is going to be the minority. Yeah. And so they're trying not to allow any other group who they can keep control of to get out of that being counted as white. Yeah, absolutely. And so there is a political spin, there is a political connotation. You need to be, you know, as a community, we need to educate you to get you mad. Mm -hmm. to get you mad to say where's our rights because these are civil rights and these are civil liberties that are being taken away because i'm not at the table when these things are being decided upon and so you're asking a very good fair question but you're asking it to the people who are saying Where, where's the, the rest of our legislatures well, i think who should we be all know that census and you know census there's the 
we census is the opportunity to get resources into our communities, right. but we all know the reality that census also pins communities against each other. And we don't so, want that with black and brown. And, really and that don't. is a, a, no, a much, and much bigger conversation this. than yeah. one we can take on at this point, but that's the reality. I mean, yes, we want those yeah. resources, but I, unfortunately, it does, and it does can, divide. And we can see so. it happening already because I want my community to get it and I want my community. We should say, as one voice, black, mm -hmm. brown, marginalized, we need to get this money. It's a collective we effort. We need to a collective yep. effort to, you know, we have a large stake as 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 someone who's being labeled white but not treated as white, mm -hmm. right? And I we don't get the privileges. Yeah. And I think it's about time that our community wake up to this uh, this aspect. And they keep saying, what is going to happen with the MENA category? Yeah, it's going to give us a lot of scholarships and funding for future education, for social services, for representation. Mm -hmm. I don't see people that look like me or, or you know, when I go to Springfield. You're very much right. And yep. they look at me like, where are you from? I say mm -hmm. Palestine. They're like, Afghan pa Pakistan? No, no, no. Palestine, right? right? So we need people to understand who we are and identify with us as well. Mm. Well, you always uh, stir the pot in, in the <laughs> best possible way, right? Because you, you don't get to smell the flavors until you do a little bit of stirring, right? <laughs> so let's see what's cooking. You guys are always doing... Uh, do, doing the work that needs to be done. And so, saying the things that gets us in trouble, huh? Hey, hey, I'm going to get well, in trouble with you. One, so it's important, <laughs> with the last note to the community, yeah. um, please fill, fill out the census. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are an Arab American, our message to the Arab American community is under not, a number question number nine, the box other, and Don't be as very, very white. specific. Mm -hmm. um, again, um, we could never tell people what to check off on. They, you know... We can't tell people what to check off on, but we hope that we can come together to understand the bigger vision here, which is in 2030 to have our own box, uh, and that's And Mina. answer some of the questions you brought up? Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, well, thank you for there's, the opportunity. Some, there's some coalition work that's going yes. to yes. take that's place. Yes, that's going to take place. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you for yeah. having us. I appreciate both of thank you being you. here. Uh, you can follow uh, uh, Arab American Family Services on social media, AFS, as no. all, every, mm -hmm. everywhere, right? Yep. Okay, good stuff, awesome. good stuff. All right, thank you, thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Radio Islam family, we thank you all for uh, for joining us. Hope that the conversation has uh, pricked your your, your 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 sensitivities, your consciousness, um, and made you more resolved to uh, make sure that you are counted in the 2020 census that is coming up on us. All right, I'm your host and producer, Tariq Alameen. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and or guests are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. With that, we're going to leave you as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.